All right. Hey guys, welcome back to the Paint, Paper and Palette podcast. I'm Caitlin and I'm here again with Izzy. And today we're going to do it quite a little bit different because uh, we are going to be working on some art too. We thought it might be a, a fun idea, like if we make it some sort of uh, creative thing that we are working on some stuff and maybe you can... Uh, you guys, the listener, can join us and grab your own sketchbook and do some painting. Uh, we'll see how it uh, works out. I'll be working on some ceramics. I'll be carving some uh, watercolor pens. I, I'm not good at multitasking, so I need to do something very, very easy <laughs> if I still want to be able to talk. Simple task. Izzy, what, what will you be working on today? Well, uh, same thing as you, simple tasks. I just announced today that I will be releasing a basics palette, 12 beautiful colors, and uh, I'm making a mixing chart. So it's quite simple and easy, but it's nice to, you know, have a little chat, swatch and paint and just uh, enjoy. I always find like the swatching process of the paints very relaxing, but also I I never have the, the patience for it. I should do it like more often. I actually. What do you mean patience? What do you what do you what do you need patience for? <laughs> like you want to swatch all no, your. No, I just want to get like right into the painting. When, whenever <laughs> I have a new palette, I just want to get going and do like the 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 fun, the creative stuff, and then the this mixing oh, yeah. all the different colors is just like. I don't want to do it. I just want to make a fun little cute doggo. <laughs> yeah, but you can also swatch. While painting doggos. No, painting doggos will yeah. swatch. Yeah, One yeah. or the other. I do make like the little uh, color swatches whenever I'm working on something. I just have one page with like swatches and one page of the painting that I'm doing. That works uh, pretty well mm. for me, I think. It's fun. It's definitely And fun. also... I encourage everyone to do that. Also, talking about wanting to swatch all the paints that we have. How how many paints do you have? Oh, paints. Um, I think not. Well, I wish I had more. <laughs> do you? Because I I don't wish I got more. Like I do want to try more paints. As you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, as you can see, I have a lot of pigments, <laughs> but I actually do not own a lot of paint simply because. I always strive to use my own paints because in my mind it's like, oh, if you use your own paints uh, for your own artwork, then it's also promotion for mm-hmm. your paints, blah, blah, blah. Um, but somehow I always end up forgetting myself, pouring paints for myself, and I always end up with like uh, pants with just one layer, and that is my color, and mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> so I have that, and uh, I have some... Uh, what are they? Holbein tubes. Um, I've got I've got a lot of paints from other paint mm-hmm. makers. It's that little stack over there. Uh, a lot of shimmers from Claire, yeah. which is funny because oh, I'm not a shimmer paint person. I only use it in details, but I don't know somehow. Her swatches are like drawing me. I need it. I need them all. 
so yeah, I've got a lot of paints from her, but that is actually it. So that's like <laughs> I don't I don't have a lot. But of, but but it is but it paint. is like quite a lot. If I look at like the artists in my family that are older than me, is it? if I if I look at my my mother for example, she just had like the Windsor and Newton art uh, like little palette of 12 colors and then she bought one color that she used a lot and she had like 13 colors and, and I mean that's mm. enough to paint with and that's also maybe <laughs> I say I don't have a lot of colors but maybe and that's the topic of today maybe that is a hoarder mindset <laughs> yeah and because we are going to talk about hoarding art supplies and if I look at myself Yes. for watercolors i started out with the, the little palette that my mother had that she gave to me uh i actually gave it back to her because i don't did never used it anymore but like see i, I started <laughs> with that palette and if i look at my watercolors just like just my watercolors right now i have a full set of schminke watercolors i have a full set of um, Holbein watercolors. I have a full set of Senelier watercolors. I have a. Mm -hmm. You have. Yeah. It was it was oh, actually free, because I spent so much what? money on the art store that I could get it for free. Oh, they have like a, a, a like a stempel card. How do you say it? I, they have like a point system that you if you buy. Oh, a point so system. If yeah, you yeah, buy yeah. stuff, you get like points, and then after a certain amount of points being spent, you get like something for free. And I spent so much yeah. money that I could get a whole Senelier watercolor set for free. That's amazing. Talking about hoarding, how many, how how much money did you spend to get? A whole collection of of uh, That's things. like I think <laughs> it God. was like thirteen hundred euros. I do have to say this was during my art school, and I already started that point oh, yeah. system before. And I had a uh, like I just went to the art store a lot more than I needed to. But also whenever I had like a project that I needed to do for art school, I had to buy a whole bunch of art supplies. But okay. I'm not done. Like, I, I have a Senelier set. I have a Isero handmade watercolor set. I have a Agallo handmade watercolor set. I have two sets from you. I have, uh, I have another watercolor set that I recently gave away to a friend who wanted to try using watercolors. And that's not all of it. I look here, I see Rembrandt, I see Magello, I see Golden... I I see M. Graham. I like I don't need this. You just need one set. Why do I have fifteen? <laughs> because I know why. I know why. And this is an artist thing. If if you're an artist yourself, you will recognize this. Okay. <clears throat> because every, for example, every pff, yellow, simple earth yellow, yellow mm -hmm. ochre. We have this idea that every brand has a different type or a slightly different color of a certain color, like mm -hmm. yellow ochre. Uh, so we have to have uh, all the brands because we like to 
compare them with the, all the other brains we have. And then, oh, this is maybe a bit more warm. This is maybe a bit more cool. Oh, how interesting. Plus, we cannot just buy one color, right? You don't just buy one color of a certain brand. We want the whole set. That's the thing. We want Yeah, you just set. buy three at colors at a time, and then the next time you go in the art store, you get another three colors. And then... <laughs> three colors! <laughs> you know, and that's, and that's the thing, you know, whenever I'm in the art shop looking at paints, you see all the individual half pens or tubes, right? And then you, you start picking your colors, and then suddenly you are calculating the price, and then you're like, Damn, that's a lot of money. You calculate while you're Maybe shopping, I just... I just like get confused at the checkout. Well, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's that's also true, but like I I do try, and here's the thing, I go to the art supply shop with a set budget. <laughs> <laughs> so while I'm shopping, I'm like, okay, if uh, I'm gonna get five of these colors, uh, it would be I don't know, I'm just saying something, uh, one hundred mm -hmm. euros. But then you see the set, right? And then you see 12 colors for 120 euros instead of the five you just got. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to spend a little bit more money so I will have more colors. Yeah, and, th and then you just end up with like a lot. And I do want to say that I think um, how many art supplies a lot of artists are bu uh, buying is a bad habit. I think for me it was a very bad habit. Um, like if you're if Why? you're not using the supplies, I have so many watercolors. I think if I don't buy watercolors, I can use these watercolors for the next twenty years and not run out. <laughs> that is that is true. Also, is it's true. a bad habit because I don't have money. Maybe if I had money. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I had money, I wouldn't be like so sad about all the money that I spent on paints that I haven't used yet. And here I am, here I am, like, why is that a bad habit? What do you mean? <laughs> What's a bad? Why is that a bad? Habit? Like I could, I have a crappy bed that I got for free, and it hurts my back. Like if I just save my money and buy a bed <laughs> instead of like I can't lay. Maybe I can make a bed out of all the watercolors I have. I have so many. <laughs> But you know these metal tins they don't like they don't lay that well. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But they make uh, they make us so happy. I don't know why. They make us just so incredibly happy that we're willing to in your case sleep on a crappy bed. <laughs> and it's not only paints, right? It's every kind of art supply. Paper. Oh, don't get me started about paper because you have a shitload of sketchbooks. I have too many sketchbooks. I, I saw... So yes, I was this weekend at a uh, at a market and there were a lot of artists there. And there was one artist who sold handmade uh, sketchbooks. And I was looking at his, those sketchbooks Ooh. and I was like, ooh, handmade sketchbooks and I get to support another artist. But I didn't, I didn't buy the sketchbook because... You didn't? I counted my unfinished sketchbooks and I have 56 56 50 unfinished sketchbooks I'm pretty sure that if I draw a lot I can finish a sketchbook within a month 
And since I'm going to art school, I might even finish more than that. But even if I finish a sketchbook in a month, which is quite like a lot of work, that's a lot. I of work. still need to like four or five years until I finish all those sketchbooks. I can buy no. I can can just buy, and that's when I'm only working in sketchbooks, and I'm actually planning to work more digital and working more on like loose pieces of paper because I want to sell my originals. (laughs) So I think I can work in my sketchbooks for the next ten years, not buying sketchbooks, and that will be fine. So, okay, but be honest. Uh, How difficult? Would it be for you not to buy a sketchbook? Because I remember last podcast we recorded, you showed me this gorgeous, gorgeous new talent sketchbook that you yeah. bought. So how hard is it going to be? Uh, I think it's getting easier and easier as I see my bell of art supplies growing and feel bad about myself. <laughs> <laughs> but why? I mean, I mean... You know, going into the, you know, mindset of things, we buy all these art supplies because they make us happy. So why are we also simultaneously feeling bad or guilty that we have so many supplies? Uh, Why is that? Why is that? So for me, it's mostly the not using uh, the supplies that that like bothers me because I have beautiful supplies. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you're not using Mm -hmm. your supplies... That's like a waste of the supplies. And a waste. I, I'd rather yeah. give them to someone else than uh, not being able to use them at all. And oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I think I just have like... When I was at art school, I went through this period of like being really depressed. And I had to make art. And the only thing that brought me joy was buying new art supplies. So what I did was like mm-hmm. I told myself, okay... You have to finish this thing, but you can buy art supplies first and then you'll finish it. Like then you have new art supplies that you can use to finish the thing. And for me, that was like my, my, uh, yeah, that was like an excuse telling myself (laughs) like, Ooh, new sketchbook. Like let's start this new sketchbook. My old sketchbook has like ugly drawings in it. I don't want to draw in it anymore. Oh my God. It's like I'm hearing myself. Yeah. This sketchbook is ruined because it has one ugly sketch. Yeah, and it's, it's like, um, because I want to improve as an artist and I want to be a professional artist, I want to sell my prints and work and stuff, I I need to be drawing. And then if I'm not in the mindset I'm drawing, I'm like, okay, even if I'm not going to use all the art supplies, if I buy new art supplies and therefore I will uh, like start drawing again then it's worth it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then you have like these art supplies lying at home laying at home and if you're not using them and you start like buying more art supplies i don't know may- maybe like very famous and rich artists do this all the time they just like buy a new set of art supplies every time they make a painting <laughs> ah, i bet they would because it's fresh and that that equals quality <laughs> or something i don't know i don't know you know, I own uh, I own quite a lot of vintage pigments, which a lot of them sat in a glass jar in someone's super moist basement. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they work perfectly, perfectly fine. They are absolutely amazing, uh, even after 50, 60, 70 mm -hmm. years. Uh, so yeah, you don't you don't really need new stuff to be good at your art mm -hmm. or anything. But at the same time, it gives us all like this super dopamine rush every time we buy new art supplies. Mm -hmm. um, I do have some paint which... tubes that get like really dry uh, after after yeah, not tubes. using them for like five years. Yeah, tubes sucks. Yeah, sorry. I have a lot of tubes too, but when it comes with when it when it comes uh, to age. Tubes really mm -hmm. suck, <laughs> especially because if you have tube waters, watercolors, they're a lot different than uh, pan watercolors. Um, most tubes have a lot of filler and additives to keep it, to keep it mm -hmm. creamy, but over time pigment and binder and f and fillers will separate and then sometimes when you squeeze out paints from a tube you first get this yeah. oily stuff yeah that's that's just stuff yeah so say it with me guys the tubes <laughs> suck but we still buy them because they are pretty colors yeah i was talking with this uh, about this to a friend recently she had like a set of old winsor and newton gouache um, and now she wanted to pick up gouache, but every time she would open a tube, like a lot of stuff would come out, like the binder that separates. And she's just yeah. like, my, my colors look like re really watery and like glossy. And what do I do? Yeah. And I was like, well, probably if you go back further in the tube, it gets a little better, but still like the, the binder that comes out is not in your paint anymore. So your paint kind of gets messed up. Like, yeah. Probably the best way to save your tube is to put everything in a jar instead. But then you have to think about it not uh, like not Dry drying out. out. But also, if you keep it like air locked, you have to think about it not getting mold because gouache can actually get moldy mm -hmm. if you mm -hmm. get it outside mm -hmm. of the tube and into like a, a little container. Into yeah. like a pan. Yeah, that's true. It can get moldy real quickly and I think it's because the thing that makes squash opaque <laughs> and matte uh, is the chalk yeah and somehow every time there is chalk in a paint it like chalk attracts moisture mm -hmm. and and stays wet longer uh, which is a perfect area uh, and surface for bacteria and mold to grow and it's ugh, it's really disgusting yeah so that's like really rough and we've been talking about like uh, she wants to get new gouache and which gouache uh, she uh, wants to buy now. So she's probably not going to buy the Winsor & Newton ones again. I actually have this problem a lot with my old Winsor & Newton gouache. Really? Yeah, but I don't know how old it is because I think I also got it from my mom. So those tubes are probably like... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I also had Winsor & Newton gouache. I mm -hmm. sold them in my recent... Mm, talking mm -hmm. about hoarding because I hoarded a lot of stuff. Uh, my my last big uh, studio cleanout, which if you follow me on Instagram, you will see that I do a lot of cleanouts because I'm a chaotic person. So 
while I'm working on like a palette, my whole studio will get will will be super messy at the end of it. But I cannot start a new palette unless I do a super big clean out mm -hmm. somehow. And I always find stuff. So last time I found uh, old paints, gouaches, pencils, all the goodies, art supplies that I maybe maybe only used once then i didn't like them and then they were just they were just sitting there collecting dust in my <laughs> in my art supply graveyard <laughs> how i call it <laughs> because it's where pretty art supplies go yeah. die and sadly i also found my dad's old watercolor no not watercolors uh, mm -hmm. oil paints from rembrandt which is super nice yeah. quality um, I even found this huge Winsor Newton uh, tube of white oil paints, like this, this really big tube. And I was like, you know what? I love it that they are for my father uh, all these years ago, and I have great memories about them, and I am happy that I uh, that these were passed to me, but I don't do anything yeah. with them. Nothing. And I felt like I felt like they should go to someone who actually enjoys them because I don't enjoy oil paints. I tried, but I, I simply, I don't know. I do not have the patience mm -hmm. for it, I think. So I sold them. At first I was like, yay, I sold them. And I was very happy because, you know, you get an extra money that we, that I could use because I had a huge bill that I forgot about from uh, our delivery yeah. service. <laughs> I got a huge bill of that, so I could uh, pay that bill. But at the same time, I sold art supplies that was for my father. So I was like, hmm, a little bit sad mm -hmm. also. But I'm happy that they went to a to a better place. Yeah. But that's that's also the thing about hoarding, is that you get emotionally attached to art supplies. Mm -hmm. I actually also have a collection of oil paints that I've used once and they're... <laughs> <laughs> Because I had, I had. Well, if you want to sell them, I know right. someone. Be because I have, um, I had to do like a, a an art thing for school, and uh, I told you about the oil paints nightmare. That was my middle school, where all the oil paints didn't yes. have the caps, and like oh. colors would be missing and leaking, and the whole box was a mess. That was a very sad and painful story. And uh, that time, like, my mom bought me these pretty oil paints and a really nice bag to, so I could do the project with my own clean oil paints. But after that, I was like, Lovely. Mm, yeah, I don't want to use oil paints anymore. But it's like a, a lovely collection <laughs> of, of... It's luckily not that big. It's just, like, the basic tubes and some basic uh, mediums that you use with oil paints. But... It's still yeah. like it's it's a shame. It's been there since two thousand sixteen. Yeah, but exactly that's what, and especially with with art and school and, and it just it's you ha you are like required to own some type of art supply. Um, you have to buy them yourself, which is fine because you need them for a project or something, and that is that is fine. But. Uh, why don't art schools or schools in general just have these for their students, you mm -hmm. know, like good art supplies? Why don't schools have 
the budget or someone, at least the art teacher, mm -hmm. who is like, hey, we need better stuff. And I know maybe in, it all depends on where you live. I know that uh, in America, teachers are super underpaid. And um, some teachers even buy supply their supplies themselves because the school won't fund them. Um, but like, if you are an actual art school, shouldn't you have good so stuff? So when I applied for art school, they actually said like, oh, hey, by the way, just keep in by the way, <laughs> by just the keep way. in mind, like you don't have to buy books for art school, but you have to buy supplies. Keep in mind that you'll be spending 100 to 120 euros each month on art supplies. Yeah. They said that? Uh, well, but they also said like you need, because it was an animation illustration course, they also were talking about yeah. you need to have a good laptop for your animation and you need to... So oh, yeah, that's of like, course. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Mm -hmm. With this program and you have to buy it yourself, the license Yeah, so that's, that's of course also a huge part of... Uh, But I did. I think I did spend like between sixty and eighty euros each month, which which is still a lot to spend on art supplies. Right. Me too. And I remember that uh, I studied mm -hmm. in Utrecht, and we had one big known art supply <laughs> store in yeah. Utrecht, and everybody went there. Not only my school, but also the the art university, uh, the HKU actually went there too so that store made huge money of all those students and you'd think you'd think that because they have ties with the school that students get some kind of, mm -hmm. of discount but they didn't actually they do right now <laughs> I, so I, know the story, i know the story Red. you're talking about and uh, students get a 10% discount now yes Swag. <laughs> But but that's like it's a ten percent discount. But still, Swag is like the most expensive art uh, store in the Netherlands. So even if you get a ten percent discount, yeah. I don't think you're saving any money. And I think they are one of the most expensive art stores yeah. in the Netherlands because we have two major art schools in the city. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, we can charge this much because students will be buying here anyways. <laughs> We need it anyway because if you don't, if you don't use the supplies, we will fail mm -hmm. you. And I, I, so Ugh. right now I'm keeping my oil paints just for like next year because I'm going back to art school, and uh, I'm, yeah. I'm just That's keeping so them just in case I need to use them. Yeah. Um, I also got rid of all my acrylic paints. I gave them to someone that I knew was going to use them because I hate acrylic paints and I hate the idea of painting with plastic. So I'm going to try my very best to convince the art school that I don't want to use acrylic paint, which is going to be very hard because they use acrylic paints for a lot of the projects. But wait, wait, mm -hmm. hold on. So I'm thinking you're going to use gouache instead yeah, of acrylic? Yeah, that's my plan. But why would they protest that? Isn't it isn't it about the results well, or your... if you, for example, there was one project in my last art school where we had to do a mu mural painting, and oh, yeah, <laughs> you, you cannot, cannot do, do that, that with gouache. That's not going to be an option. <laughs> no, that's 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 going to be hard. Uh, 
Oh, okay, yeah, I get that. But you know, <gasps> I, I've, I've done a couple of murals. <laughs> Maybe there is a way I can can f- convince them, like, hey, I'm showing you all these different murals I made in the past. Can't I just do like something else or something? But maybe I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna work. But I don't want to buy new acrylic paints. I think I'm just going to see if I can, if I have to use it. I'm going to see if I can, like, use the acrylic gouache of some other students and maybe trade them for some of my million yeah. other colors. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for someone's like, oh, you're gonna do what? And then I'm like, okay, yeah. That you know, I'm not gonna give your watercolors away. I'm gonna keep your watercolors. No, I was afraid already. No, I, I'd rather give away my Holbein watercolors and keep yours. I actually love Holbein watercolors. I don't know. I think they're like really smooth and I like it when they're unpredictable. I like it. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the whole point of watercolors, to be unpredictable. Everybody is struggling with watercolors because they're unpredictable, and here's Kate. Yeah, it's great. I like mistakes, I like uh, blotchy, weird patches in my work, it's great. That is actually what I really like about your work, is that um, you can see the actual, how do you say, The, 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 the textures that watercolor is known for. The backgrounds, the people say blotchiness, the blooming, the cauliflower effect. Uh, I think it's beautiful. I absolutely and think it, and it's, it's beautiful. It's funny beautiful. because I used to hate that. And then I would like work at my, I would oh, work I at my it. parents' place and I would try to keep it like very smooth. And then on accident, I would get like a bloom or a blotch or something. A and bloom. then my mother would be like, oh, I love that. And I would be like, no, I hate Me too. it. <laughs> Embrace the bloom, people. Embrace but now I feel like I'm so much happier when I'm just like embl- embracing all the mistakes and say, "Yeah, I did it on purpose. Don't don't worry about it." <laughs> That's the beauty, right? You can just say it. It's yeah, on purpose. and then it, it because watercolor is supposed to be. On and then it makes me a lot happier painting when I know I can't uh, change the fact that it's gonna be. Uh, imperfect and you know life is imperfect we are as humans are not perfect and we should just like try to see the beauty in that oh I know a lot of no no I know certain people who would definitely disagree with you because they think they're perfect <laughs> <laughs> and they, but they, they also perfect. expect you to be perfect or, or oh, expect you to try and be perfect I guess they don't. Act, they yeah, know you are not perfect, but they think it's just you not trying to be perfect, something like that. Yeah, something like that. But also, I'm like, whatever someone thinks of me, I don't really <laughs> care. <laughs> I really don't care. I, I care on a certain level, but like, if someone says, "Oh, that is not perfect," blah blah blah, I'm like, "Yeah, but it's perfect in my eyes." Mm-hmm. So shut up. It is intended this way. Um, about the topic that we are talking about today, the hoarding of art supplies. How much of a role do you think social media has in this? <laughs> because it's like you, I watch. Is that like a, is that a well, I, I think like <laughs> I watch a lot of YouTube, and uh, I notice that art supply 
unboxing videos halls art supply halls are huge like there are people that just have yeah. youtube ch- they have been used they have been used for years there are people that are just having youtube channels and they're just unboxing and swatching art supplies every month and there is no yes. or those art subscription art subscription box Ooh, unboxing yeah. wow people that just do like the the uh I have my art supply subscription and I do a painting with like whatever I get. But then they've been doing it for years and that's a lot of art supplies. Yeah. Art that is a lot of art. And I also feel like from art art supply subscription boxes. Jesus, such <laughs> a name. <clears throat> I also think that you get Okay, wait, disclaimer. I'm not talking about the art subscription boxes that I know uh, uh, some small uh, businesses mm-hmm. are doing. Um, I'm also part of one of those art subscription boxes. I'm not talking about those, but I'm like talking about the big ones, uh, Art Snack and and those kinds of uh, big companies with big mm-hmm. brands. So you get a little package. You don't know what it is, and it ha- most of them have everything every month. They yeah. theme right. Um, so, for example, around Halloween, you will get uh, moody colors, black paper, uh, fine liners, maybe a color here or there. And then you have a project along with a the theme that you can paint along or draw along mm-hmm. or whatever. But after that, what the- then you have from a certain brand, you have maybe one piece of black paper or two. And then you have like two pens or... Uh, a brush pen that you don't even like. Uh, you get f- f- purple, orange, and green colors in maybe either paints or uh, how do you say those uh, markers, and that is that. And then next month you get your, mm-hmm. your Christmas box, and you get a, you get like this huge supply of your a huge collection of art supplies. But they are all random stuff. Yeah. And of course, for me, that's like fine because I'm mixed media and there is a way I will find to use it. Um, But you know what's worse? What if you get like two colors of a supply that you do like? Then you you want to buy the whole whole thing. (laughs) 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 That's how it goes. That is, that is, that's how, and that is also the trick, right? I mean, these art subscription box companies they have deals with these brands which is fine i mean it's all part of marketing and it's 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 nice because it makes other artists uh they can discover maybe new media or new brands that they never heard about which is totally fine but it also works very very well for all those brands and also because if you get you also have the problem yes if you you like get random art supplies and you already own a lot of art supplies there's like a big chance you get mm. doubles of something you already have um oh, and maybe it's something you don't really like and now you have two of those that you don't really like and then you're not using it yeah and uh, like if they're pens they will dra- dry out and it's just like getting mm. gathering dust in your art supply graveyard um <laughs> Yes, art supply graveyard. Yeah, word of the day. I, I also have an art supply graveyard. It's. Uh... <laughs> I 
I think yeah. everyone has an art supply graveyard, or at least everyone should have an art supply. And graveyard. I do, um, I do give art supplies away to other artists. I know a lot of artists, and every time somebody says like, "Ooh, I think I want to try this. I'm gonna buy some paints," and I'm like, "No, wait." Don't nope. buy paints. Wait, <laughs> you can take this from me or you can buy it for like a discount from me. I've used it once. Please take this. Uh, but that's actually so sweet of you because you're helping other people discovering, um, you know, for example, paints uh, as an example or a certain art supply. And then one, uh, it gets used met the, with the potential of being loved and used until it's finished or two, this person might be inspired by your act. And if this person also doesn't like it or doesn't use it as much as they want, they the chance is big that they will yeah, give the it away again. They will also find a friend and give it away. I hope something. so. I hope so. I hope that really and, and they often feel like um, I did this with my acrylic wash. I told you uh, that I bought the acrylic wash and used it once and I was like, I'm afraid to open the tubes because I'm not going to use it that often and they're going to dry out. Um, so yeah. I gave my acrylic wash away and that person was like, oh no, you're giving me such a big set of paints. I don't want to take this. This is too much. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not using it. And I could sell it, I guess. I guess I could sell it. But you don't want to. Yeah, I, ju I just want to. And they were like, they wanted to try out acrylic wash and they were going to buy a set. And I'm like, okay, I have a yeah. set. I'm not using it. I'm going to give it to you so you can try it. And if you use it, great. Yeah, please use it. Please. And then if you're it. not using it, uh, like we know a lot of artists. We both did art school. Probably you can give it away again. I hope so. Yeah, I really hope so. Because one, it's it's the green choice. And uh, it's just, it's also like, I don't know if you have that, but for certain brands, I feel like, it sounds so weird. I want to say I feel a, collect a connection, but that's not really <laughs> true. With certain brands, I feel, I have a certain feeling with them. Um, what they do, what they stand for, what their message is. Certain brands mm -hmm. I just love. And if you're not using it, I, I have this feeling of somehow it's disrespecting, <laughs> <laughs> it's disrespecting the art supply itself. Like you're not using it, but you love the brand so much, but somehow you cannot love this product, mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like if you were giving it away... You're giving it a second life. Um, here. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. Like, and maybe someone else will respect it. <laughs> yeah, I have that with like the, the handmade watercolors that I have. If I'm not using my handmade watercolors, I feel like, oh, but there was someone who made like, who put their love and soul into making this watercolor. And now I'm not using it. And I right? feel sad about it. Now you're not using it, and we're real, a little yeah. bit sad about it. Yeah, me too. It's like someone put all their love and care in it, and then it's just like here collecting dust. And I also like, so for my uh, Akalo watercolors, um, they're also handmade. Mm -hmm. And I told you, like, I was, I actually lost my watercolor tin. I didn't know where it was. I found it back last week. <gasps> it was like Hallelujah. under a pile of scarves. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a very of random course. place 
It's very but, logical. It needs to be. It, it you you need to keep and it warm. I, in my head, I was like, this was my favorite watercolor set, and I really want to like keep using that set. But now I lost it, and I was like, yeah. not. I was. I wasn't able to find it for like three weeks, and I was really like, "Ah, oh, but that's my favorite set, and I want to buy." Were you set? Were you? Yeah, sad? I want. I want to buy a new set from uh, set from that brand. Like, I I really mm-hmm. want to keep continuing to use their watercolors because I love them so much. But also, I have like a million other watercolors. Am I going to use like buy? The brand See? that I love the most. It's because you have a certain feeling to yeah. that brand. I'm... And it's a really weird thing. And I don't know, going back to your question about social media, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because of social media that you have this feeling towards them. I don't know. I, I actually don't know about about me, the Agello watercolors. I don't actually know where I found them. I know I follow them on Instagram. Uh, maybe there's an artist I follow that uses them, but I actually don't know how I found out about them. Like for for some hmm. things, I know that the uh, what we were talking about, Himi Maya Guarset, I bought it because a lot of people on YouTube used it. And I know for a yeah. lot of my handmade watercolors, I use them because other artists on Instagram use them like I know you have a connection with tiny cloud pigments and you have a connection with Claire and uh, like we all in this community use a lot of the same art art makers art supply makers and uh, I'm sure that if you you are like oh man, I found this new maker and uh, they are awesome. Like their personality is awesome and their mm-hmm. paints are amazing and you should check this out. I'll be like, ooh, I want to I wanna know I wanna this. try that. I want to know this, support this amazing person. Hashtag influencer. <laughs> yeah, and, but that, that's how it goes. I, but I don't know how... I, I do think I'm the person that tells everybody to buy Gallo watercolors. <laughs> Yeah, that's you. That's, that's definitely me. you. I think I know them because of you. <laughs> Probably. I'm I'm telling everybody they're great. Go buy them. Like I, Unless you have 20 other brands that you don't use, then don't don't buy them. It's the same thing with Roman Smalls, right? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you own Roman Smalls? I uh, actually don't. And I only don't have them because I already have a million and I'm telling myself not to buy them. But... There are so many. You are so strong. <laughs> there, there are actually like in my sketch group in Tilburg that I'm trying to get off the ground. There are like three artists, and they are all like crazy about Roman small. So every time in the chat, they're like, "Oh, look at my new Roman small paints," and I'm like, "Okay, but look at my Agello paints. Look." <laughs> <laughs> and they're I, actually Romans. <laughs> they're actually like we have a sketch meetup tomorrow. And one person is going to bring her new Roman small travel set. And <gasps> also their big Roman Wait, small a set. Roman, there's a Roman small travel set? Yeah, I think she or she selected it. But she's she... Uh, don't, don't buy it. You're Googling it right now. I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> travel set. I need to Google it. <gasps> oh, they do. Oh. <laughs> No, hold back, don't buy the art supplies. You don't I must, I'm 
You know, and the thing about Roman smalls, and this is the dangerous thing about them, you get a lot of paint mm-hmm. for not that much money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I'm looking at a tin right now, the travel set. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you get 12 half pants, mm-hmm. 12, with their most, uh, like a basic set, just like mine. Yeah. For, ch- for just... 36 euros. Oh, that's cheap. I'm like frowning because I'm like, oh, they're not charging enough. Okay, but I don't know if it's maybe the website that is is, uh, putting it on sale because the original price is 45 euros. Oh, but that's that's still like uh, really cheap. Yeah, but they are. that's That's one of their beauties is that they're not that expensive. Mm-hmm. I think they're like uh, Romanian. Yeah, I th- they're yeah they're Romanian, and I bought actually I bought singles which mm-hmm. I barely do, but I bought their singles so I can um, make a set myself. And I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, one of their separating granulating paints, you know, most most of the time those are a bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. Look at 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 uh, DS. They have their whole line of Enschwinke. Mm-hmm. They have their whole line of granulating and separating paints, but they are heavily expensive. Yeah, and I understand that because when I make granulating and separating paints. Um, it's a lot of work because if you have your formula wrong, they don't separate. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of experimenting. I get that they are expensive, but here you get a, f- a full pan. I'm, I'm just shouting out there. You you will get a full pan for just six euros. Yeah. That's, How? That's cheap. That is incredibly cheap. And I think this is why they are so popular because they are cheap, but the quality is... Beautiful. Yeah, I've seen like mixing charts and stuff and people using them and they look like uh, they are very natural. Like there's a lot of uh, professional brands. And if you look at the colors, they're very, very bright and uh, like happy colors. But they're also like not really natural colors. And if you look at Roman Small, they're really natural colors. So if you're doing like landscapes and stuff, it's very easy to get a... Uh, organic feeling to it yeah so that's what i like about them but yeah i've been i i think that if i buy another watercolor set it's going to be roman small but i don't want to because i need to save yeah, my I money that. <laughs> but that's also a brand that i only knew about because of the people on social media mm-hmm. even They're like look at my social oh wow this uh, roman smalls everywhere and i'm like what what is it what who are they and even if they are cheap and I would have money, I still think I'm not going to buy it. I'm just going to uh, use my friend set. <laughs> I think I'm just going to that. like when I go to a sketch meetup, <laughs> we're just going to bring our art supplies that we love and we want other po- people to use. And then we're like, here, you tr- yeah. you paint today with my Agallo set and I'll paint today with your Roman small set. <laughs> That's actually a very, very nice um uh, activity to do in your group, your paint group, mm-hmm. um, because it's again, it's also um, how do you say socializing, but also like appreciating other friends, 
uh, their art supplies. I think that is such a cool idea. And and maybe this way we wouldn't have to like buy all the brands out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it could also backfire and be like, oh, I love your Agalo paints, Caitlin. I really need to buy them too. Yeah, the, the good thing is that Agalo <laughs> only has like a shop update like every month or two. So you have to be like on time and you, you can't get them at all times, which I think the Roman Smalls, you can get them at all times? Yeah, you can get them all the time. It's never sold out. Mm -hmm. And that's why, um, yes, they are a quote-unquote small business. Um, sometimes I wonder if they are, what do they define as handmade? Mm -hmm. um, like, the, are they mold by hand? Then I see that as handmade. But I also know that uh, some small paint makers have a mulling machine, mm -hmm. which is basically two cylinders rolling together, you know, like oil paints. Yeah. Um, but then like a small one, which is fine. I one day want that thing too, but then I wouldn't call myself a handmade paint maker anymore. I don't know. It's just but you're, the act you're of still... handmade. You're still mixing the, the pigments yourself. You're still trying out different formulas and... Uh... Yeah, but is it... And that's the question. It's not a, it's not a really a, a discussion I have with anyone or so, but it's just something I wonder. And I also wonder what other people think is what defines the handmade part? For me, the mulling defines the handmade. The mulling and the, the, and the pouring, of course. And I think that if you look at pigments, of course, it, we were talking earlier about the beauty of imperfection. And yeah. if you have a mulling machine, machine, I assume you can just put it on for, uh, what do you say, like an hour, and you say, oh, I mm. want this pressure, or at least the pressure is even. And if mm -hmm. you're mulling something by hand you're going to get an uneven mulling because you're never going to apply yeah. the same pressure at all times. No, exactly. And you're most likely not going to mull everything always the same amount. So you're just no. doing a lot by, by feeling. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think about like uh, ceramics because, of course, I'm, I'm carving the ceramic watercolor pens right now and I've done like... I think I've done 12 or something right now. But if you look at them, oh, I'm nice. showing them on on um, camera. But that's like 12 to 15 in an, almost an hour. And they're a lot of work to carve. But when I'm carving them like this, they're all going to be slightly different. And when you have them in a little, little set, you're going to have like all different watercolor pens. And yeah. if I'm making a mold, which I think is fine. A lot of people do like ceramic molds, but that will mean that they will all be like similar. Or at least if I make like a mold with 12 different watercolor pens, I'm going to have mm -hmm. those 12 pens over and over again. Um, do you see if you, if you, you know, you know, some ceramists who make molds mm -hmm. or who use molds, um, me as someone who has no clue how ceramics work, yeah, uh, I would still see it as handmade because um, the mold themselves had to be molded from a handmade piece, right? Yeah, 
it's it's still handmade, but it won't be as unique. If you look at watercolor that's palettes, that's true. That's true. Uh, I know that somebody I don't I don't re remember the name right now, but they made like pottery for soul. I think I will leave a. Oh yeah, yeah. She does a, a lot for Claire. Yeah, I'll leave a link in the yeah. in the description or whatever. You can find it. Uh, she makes like molds that are like fillable, and those molds are <sighs> beautiful. But it will mean that every palette that she makes that is fillable with that mold looks the same. Um, That's true. And if you're carving palettes yourself, that will mean that every piece looks different. But of course, That's true. carving them is so much more, more work, you'll have to price yourself a lot higher. Oh, definitely. And that's maybe a little bit with like the mulling machine. Um, if you have to mull things yourself, your uh, like your prices are gonna be higher than maybe Roman small. Maybe Roman small has a milling machine and they don't have to do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they do simply because they're always on stock. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, or they sh or they have like a whole team of people, but I don't think they do. I don't know. I yeah, it's just it's just fascinating to me. And like, I know Agallo has I... a team. I know I know Agallo has a team, <laughs> and they they I are not even on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a team. That sounds horrible. I want a team. I already have someone in mind that if I ever Is it grow me? this business, of course it's you. <laughs> if I ever grow this business bigger, I want to have a ceramicist called Caitlin. <laughs> that's that's actually one of the must. The person name must be Caitlin. But that's very so, specific. That's going to be hard to yeah, find. It's a, it's a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if I ever, if I ever, if I'm ever blessed to have a to have this business super successful with more than just paints because I also want to expand mm -hmm. in selling art supplies and I recently uh, sold a lot of vintage pigments that I don't use or have a lot of doubles um, and it was super successful so now I'm thinking maybe I should also sell pigments in like small quantities mm -hmm. because if you buy pigments at Kramer the, the minimum quantity you can buy is 100 grams but if you just want to try some pigments, uh, 100 grams is a lot. Yeah. And especially looking at the density of different pigments, if you have 100 grams of uh, Prussian blue, you would have this big of a bag. Yeah. Where 100 grams of ochre, you will have a small bag. So I was thinking about that. So if I ever... Little inside information. <laughs> but if I'm ever blessed to be mm, financially more successful in that way then i definitely want to have like a small team you know a shop assistant a shop dog mm -hmm. <laughs> you know someone a dog to guard the shop. <laughs> and you and i have been talking about you know having a set of you know a, a, a permanent set of um ceramics that i can fill yeah so that is something that you know i'm always looking long term <sighs> so I really want to do that too that sounds great and I want the mulling machine <laughs> <laughs> that would save a lot of work I, I want that to... was that would one save a lot of time and work but it would also be beneficial for any customers because then I won't have to amp up my prices every year because of freaking inflation yeah that's true inflation is kill us inflation is killing everyone Every small business right now. Yeah. It's 
ridiculous. It's actually really hard for me to keep going with the stuff I do right now. And uh, I should probably raise my prices a bit, but I know that people don't really buy my ballots anymore if I'm going to raise my prices any higher. But it's, yeah, it's... that sucks. That sucks so bad. And also, everybody just like everybody is having a hard time, so everybody's saving money. So, handmade mm. pellets is one of the very first things that is like, okay, I don't really need this. Yeah, hobbies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I also feel like COVID is over, thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, lockdowns are over. People don't have time for their hobbies anymore. Uh, I remember when I and when I first my very first shop update was in the middle of was it in the middle of COVID? Yeah, the beginning of COVID. Mm-hmm. My first big shop update, and fifty sets. Like people were still buying sets of six. I had fifty sets, and they were sold out in like ten minutes. Yeah. So that was like my baseline, and from every color, I made fifty because I had. A feeling of I had the idea that everything will be sold out super quickly, and then COVID was like done, and people were going back to work and back to the office. And then I had another recent shop update, not recent, but I had another shop update later after COVID. And um, sales they were good. I, I I should not complain, but because I have my very first shop update was like selling fifty sets in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. This shop update felt like really blah. Yeah. because because people don't they don't have time. Inflation sucks. Everything is expensive. The first thing they will save on are their hobbies. Mm-hmm. Also, people are probably if they are buying again, they are probably buying more in their local art supply shops again, um, as they should shop locally. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I actually had like the same. Like my very first shop update was in. October 2020 um, and I sold for like 400 something euros and then my very last shop update was like last month and I sold for 500 something euros so that's actually like really similar but of course back then uh, I just had a lot less on my web shop and it was sold out in a couple of minutes and yeah so and then in December 2021, like we were still in COVID, I think. I think we were in the middle of another lockdown. Um, yeah, and, around that time, And it yes. was like around Christmas time. People were doing Christmas shopping. Uh, so oh, was, yeah, that was that was the first Christmas in lockdown. Yeah, it was 2021, so it was the second Christmas in lockdown. Oh, it was the second <laughs> Christmas in lockdown. <laughs> but uh, I remember that I had my shop update and I had, uh, in the first hour, I had... 53 orders and in total in that shop update i had like uh, 78 orders and i sold like for almost 2000 euros and i was like oh my god that's insane insane of course i never have that anymore right now Um, no but like back then people were going like they did they couldn't do their christmas shopping in real person because everyone was in lockdown and exactly. like people were going crazy online and and maybe those shop updates gave like a wrong expectation um exactly because now if i don't sell out in 10 minutes which is ridiculous of me to think but if i don't sell out in 10 mm-hmm. minutes i'm like mm, 
doubting myself, which is absolutely ridiculous. And I always try to stop myself, but it's like an impulse feeling because the very first shop update was super successful. And I do think that <gasps> it's, it's, it's kind of sad that other small businesses are quitting again. But I think it's yeah. it's uh, all right for the natural order of things that like, a, a couple, like if you're not um, super passionate about paint making or super passionate about ceramics uh, it's all right that businesses that people also start to do other things uh, yeah, it's okay it's not it's not it's not if you are okay with uh not making it with your small business if you've always seen it as a hobby or something on the side or something you do in between losing your job because of covid for example mm -hmm. uh that is totally fine. It doesn't mean you are a failure or anything. No, and I also think, like, I'm an, an illustrator, mostly. Like, I really want to do illustration. Uh, and the, the two years that I did mostly ceramics were a lot of fun. But I was doing so much ceramics and I got so many messages of, like, when are you doing another shop update? I'm so mad that I missed out on getting a palette from you. <laughs> and I felt like I was uh, obligated to just make palettes all day. And I was like doing production and uh, not selling as many ceramics in every shop update anymore. Actually made me be like, okay, I'm not selling as much anymore. Maybe I should just like draw more. Maybe I should just like focus more on uh, the things what I really do. want to do. And yeah. I still make ceramics and I still make some money with my ceramics, but it's more like I'm, I'm more focused on uh, focusing on myself instead of like mm -hmm. and I also had this, I know we are quite long in the podcast and we should probably close it off, but I had this like really double feeling of like people buying uh, six pellets while they already bought six pellets from me the update before and I'm like I know you don't need 12 pellets. <laughs> I know you don't need this. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that. But, you know, <laughs> I really like your aesthetics. <laughs> That's okay. And you are by far not the person who bought the most of my pellets. I have people that have... And, I'm not. And I, I know people... Uh, like to give them away to friends to artist friends as gifts so that's okay but I know people <laughs> that have been buying multiple palettes from me in every shop update I've had so far so you know what it also is I've seen this thing on Instagram reels lately mm -hmm. it's where people are showing their ceramic palettes mm -hmm. and they have um I don't know if you can see, but I have my paper stored in like this Ikea wooden uh, plate. Mm -hmm. It's like a wooden, a wooden frame with sticks popping out. And I've seen people storing their ceramics in there and they don't wash their ceramic because they will use every, oh, yeah. uh, every paint. So every ceramic palette is like gorgeous and beautifully and stained and... It has paint on it. It has watercolors. So they have like 10 of these beautiful, gorgeous, handmade ceramics. 
And of course, every time they have new paint and they don't wash their palettes, mm -hmm. they will need a new palette. <laughs> I guess. I guess that's that's the thing. I think. I don't know. I, I, that's the only reason I can think of that you need 12 ceramic palettes. I mean, I kind of do that. But then after a while, I just washed all of them. And I actually sold some of my used palettes because I felt like I had too many in use. Yeah. Well, I, I like I said, I also have... I'm looking at one of your palettes right now. I've got a little moon palette right there, which is full with like experimental paint mm -hmm. that I didn't wash off. And back there, I've got a big moon ceramic thing on my other ceramic dish. And I've got, I think I've got like three in one of these trays here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's And then I have, I have two of your one, two, three, four, five of your ceramic cups sitting right there. <laughs> that you own that many ceramic cups for me? Yeah, I've got two pink ones, one brown one, and a, a creamy speckled one. It's actually a lot. <laughs> I didn't know you had that many. Yeah, and I am proud. I think I was one of the first. Maybe you, yeah, you do own the most ceramic cups of me. Uh, yes, finally. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember asking you if you would ever do pink ceramic cups. And then I remember you telling me that you have one, but it's like there's some errors in it mm -hmm. or it wasn't it wasn't at your liking and i'm like can i have it can i have it and then you just i think you just send me that yeah i think it's i beautiful. think so too it's beautiful i think i was like i don't want to ask money for this here you can have it i'm not using it anyways i remember there was something with the glaze it's like you were like oh it's a bit rough on the inside i'm like i don't care i want it <laughs> they're gorgeous i love it Thank you so much. All right. I think we have uh, talked quite a lot for uh, this podcast. Can you show on the screen what you've painted? Like, is it possible to lift <laughs> it up and show? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Ta -da! I didn't come very far. That's okay. But you get a little <laughs> sneak peek for like the beautiful set that Izzy is making. And if you, after us, us talking about hoarding art supplies, want some more art supplies, uh, Izzy will be selling those in her web shop. <laughs> You know what's actually funny? A little side story. I know we are over time, but you know, you can just if you don't want it, you don't have to put it in. But I was last 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 week I was tagged in in a picture of someone who was showing all the paints they have bought for me. Mm -hmm. My first instinct was, who is this person? I don't know this person. <laughs> but I saw all my birds and my regular puns and even my 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 pants from back in the day when I was just making shimmers. I'm like, oh my god, they have literally have every single color I've ever made, and I don't know this person. I think if I would, and that's the thing about social media, a lot of my customers don't have their actual name on their Instagram, yeah, which is fine, you know, keep it private. But it's very hard for me to figure out who are you. <laughs> Because if you have that much... Yeah, then you should be um, like a regular customer. Like, be, I want to give you something as a thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's... um. Yeah, but if you're feeling you're missing out, if you have a little FOMO of my paints, yeah, just... You know, we are all hoarders. Yeah, you could buy Roman um, Small after this. Uh, <laughs> you 
You could. You, you could, but you could also just save a little money and buy my pants. I heard Roman Smell is very cheap and beautiful, but also Izzy is a very nice person. <laughs> and maybe you have you know, a personal connection to Izzy right now. A true hoarder will buy them both. <laughs> I'm, I'm sad that we're promoting hoarding right now. I've been, te- I've been saying a couple of times in the postcard, hoarding is bad. Use your watercolors, don't buy more stuff. But you should I make have, an exception for Izzy's watercolors. <laughs> I have I have this friend, and every time I send her something I want, I'm like, I want this, but I should not I should not spend any more company money yeah. on this. And then she's like, buy it, buy it, <laughs> just buy it. I'm also gonna okay. show what I'm working on right now. Yes, I'm, show us. I think. I saw little stars. Yeah, it's just little stars. I made mostly stars. Every time I have stars, they all sell out. And more people want stars. So, oh, did I damage this one? Well, trying to show it, maybe. Okay, so this is all the stars I have. Holy shit, you made a lot. It's uh, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 11. I have one more. 12. I have 12. That's nice. And uh, I'm, That's perfect. I'm going to try to make... Uh, because I need to rent the entire kiln, and it's probably gonna take like a long time for me before I'm going to rent another kiln. I'm gonna try to make a hundred, not tonight, but like in total for my shop. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa tonight. I'm just gonna continue like all the. No, I'm gonna try to make a hundred stars, and then probably a hundred of another design, maybe just drowned or whatever. And then I have like a couple of them for next shop update. And then I have some in the back for like the next shop update after. Maybe with Christmas I can have like more stars in my update or something. So yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> I love it. I also think that if you are blessed in like 10 years to be a super successful illustrator with your Or like in three own... years, that's also or two like or tomorrow. Two, three, oh, tomorrow, <laughs> if you are blessed to be that. And you have, you know, I hope if you still are making ceramics or you have people to make ceramics for you. <laughs> I hope you have your own kiln. I hope so too. I hope I have a house that I can place a kiln in. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, I know you have them in different sizes, so yeah, I hope you have one. Yeah, I, unfortunately, the place I live in right now is not safe enough for a kiln, but I hope. Uh, in the future, I can have a little small kiln, so I don't have to rent a 200 liter kiln every time I want to make ceramics. That's a lot. Yeah. You have to rent the whole kiln. Jeez. Yeah. Well, you can also rent like, no, you can't rent half of the kiln. You can just like bring your stuff and then they weigh it, but you are like triple the price if you weigh it per kilograms instead of renting yeah i understand especially with the energy prices right now they want to be as efficient as possible yeah all right i think we're gonna stop this podcast because we we can talk forever but we probably should uh i don't know record another podcast or something if you or sleep or sleep that's (laughs) also good all the dog (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, if you also painted or crocheted or uh, did something else did ceramics please let us know we'd love to hear you can I also hoard crochet 
<laughs> yes, if you were. By the way, if you were spinning more crochet wool right now, you can also just pop your uh, Instagram. I don't think you can pop your link, but you can place your Instagram tag. Pop your handle just in the description, and we will check it out. We would love to see what you were doing. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, and we. I had so much fun. It was a lot of fun again. Thank we could you. talk a lot about this subject actually. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk a lot about this. We haven't I even started. We can like go all the further. <laughs> okay, guys. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye-bye.